are in such a unique position because you're a young, empowered woman with your own business, but you also get to see all the other women in your brokerage and what they're doing to be Mm -hmm. successful, but also how they're struggling. Welcome to this week's episode of Hey Homegirl. Hey Homegirls, this week we are in Nashville, Tennessee with Kendra Nintz and her adorable little dog, McIntyre. I'm so excited to have Kendra with us today because she is literally collapsed time. She's only been in our industry for three years. And during those three years, she's not only gotten Rookie of the Year for Remax Homes and Estates, but she has also sold over $20 million worth of property and made the executive club status of Remax International for all three years. On today's episode, we are going to jump into what it is like becoming an agent in this type of crazy market, the things that she needs to do to provide herself with success and future business and all things real estate. Join us. Hey, homegirls. This week, we are in the beautiful state of Tennessee in Nashville, which I had the pleasure of visiting last April with Kendra Nitz from Remax Home and Estates, the Lipman Group. Kendra, hello. Hi. Thank you so much for being with us today. And McIntosh is with you somewhere, right? Yeah, McIntyre is down here. He's just- McIntyre. He's named for Reba. (laughs) Big fan. There there we go. Not after McIntosh the apple like in Massachusetts. I'm so excited to have you with us today because you have a very unique kind of real estate story and real estate jobs. And you're getting ready to be a mom. And I just think real estate is the best job in the world for moms. So- It's going to be an adventure. (laughs) Just like every day in real estate, right? Yes, ma'am. Absolutely. So you grew up in Tennessee? Yes, I'm from Chattanooga. So about two hours outside of Nashville. Yeah. And you decided to jump into real estate in Nashville, which is not for the faint of heart because there are so many realtors there. So many. Yes. So I moved to Nashville right after I graduated college. Did not have a job lined up. I graduated with with a PR degree. So very different. My boyfriend at the time, now my husband, it worked out. Uh, He lived here. So I moved here right after college. And then we got engaged a few months later and then uh, married. So I um, started in the admin part of real estate and at the Litman Group back in 2017. So that's kind of where I started and then worked my way up as well. Oh, very, very nice. And you're still doing operations management for them and your own production, correct? Yes. So I um, went from admin and then the finance role opened up, which was not my degree, but I was like, well, it's systems. I can learn this. And so I trained under our CPA and learned the finance side of the business and then moved into the operations. I still do. I oversee the books and all that fun stuff. So I do operations and finance. So yes, I do both. I'm director of operations and also a full-time realtor. Oh, that's awesome. And I think there's so many people within our industry right now that are team leaders, that are small independent broker owners, and that are still in production. And so the fact that you can do that and juggle both those hats and be as successful as you have been is just amazing. Well, thank you. It's been a a lot of learning. I think at the beginning, when I transitioned to getting my license and doing real estate, it was a lot of, you know, growing pains and figuring out what works for the team, what works for me. But we definitely figured out that that groove. Yeah. And what made you make, like, what was the deciding factor or that spark that was like, no, I'm going to get my license and jump in? I am very much so a people person. And so for me, it was right pre-pandemic. My job was from 830 to 5 every day. And there's just only so much you can do on the finance and direction side of 
the business. And so I was just really bored and I got compliance put on my plate. So our broker at the time, he, they are no longer a broker, didn't want to do compliance part of the job. So they taught me to do compliance. So I was reviewing all these contracts. So I learned the contract side of the business and I was like, well, this is, you know, this part seems easy. I understand this part. So once the pandemic hit, we were home. Um, I kind of decided like, I really enjoy people. I enjoy real estate. I enjoy what I do now. I would love to do it for myself. So I got my license during the pandemic and then just kind of transitioned into that. Oh, that's awesome. And your brokerage is with Remax. I owned a Remax for my first five years of owning my own business. Such an amazing brand. Yes, (laughs) ma'am. For our listeners that are from different brokerages, what's one or two things about the Remax umbrella or brand that you love? I just love the broker to broker interaction. So there's a huge referral system network out there. So you can go in and find a Remax agent anywhere and it's direct. And so I know a lot of other brokerages. I've talked to friends who work for other competitors or other brokers. And when they get a referral, it goes through the company and then the company takes a chunk and then they get the referral. But with the Remax network, I can go in or people can go in and search and find a realtor anywhere. And that is just agent to agent, like a normal referral would be. The Remax brand, they offer, you know, KV Core, good tech, good training. So just the back end of it has been really great. And I don't know if you're aware of this now, but there's a huge collaboration that's about to happen with Remax and Tom Ferry, which I can't wait for. Oh, that's going to be great. Yeah, it's super great. Maybe it was on the download. I'm not supposed to talk about it yet, but it was announced to us coaches a couple of months ago. Well, I appreciate the insight. I will definitely, (laughs) it'll be great. Very cool. So I guess my next questions are, what are the systems that you saw in place that you knew would help make your job easier that you're using on a daily, weekly, monthly, quarterly, yearly basis to kind of really get your business up and running as quickly as it has? Because you've sold a tremendous amount of homes in just three years. Yes. So it's been, I would say it's been a doozy, but it's been really, I've learned so much. I love spreadsheets. I love tracking. I love knowing analytics. I love ROI. So for me, I just really learned quickly, like what works in my business to get me more business. So for me, it is tracking. Okay. Where did this client come from? What was that lead source? What did I pay for this lead source? Knowing like you don't, everyone wants to do everything, but there's just so many things that we can do so well. So for me, it really is just the analytics of my business and love you know, your clients well. And I think that having those repeat clients, having those referrals, like that is the key. And so I do think like, there's always talk about a CRM and all the new technology, but it's like my spreadsheet that has my birthdays, my anniversaries, like that stuff (laughs) where I can touch people and I can make sure, which I don't love that we're like touching your sphere, but where I can make sure my people are taken care of, that has been super helpful for me. And also tracking, like I farm my community pretty heavily. And so I can track, you know, how much I spend on that postcard, what that said, and then how many listings or buyers I get from that. And I farm my community. And for the longest time, I was just seeing all these other agents taking all these listings and getting all these sales. And I was like, I want to do that. I want to be the top agent in my community. And so- I got to hold you up for two seconds. Okay. And for my listeners, I need you to rewind this And I need you to listen to this like at least five more times because agents hate tracking. They don't understand that that is where the real gold is. Yes, it is key. Super key because it teaches you what you're good at and what you're not good at and what you have to refine. 
Right. And when you're tracking how many phone calls you're having or how many appointments you're going on that you're not converting, then you can really see where the change is needed. Right. And you realize like, oh, I don't have to invest this money into, maybe it's print advertising. Maybe your postcards aren't getting you business, but it's also, and sending one postcard, that's probably not going to get you. 18 months, 18 months minimum, I think. Talk to me about geofarming because a lot of agents don't get this. So I'm very involved in my community, in my neighborhood. I was one of the first homes to build here. So I've been here for about almost five years. So I am involved. I got my license three years ago. So I was already involved in my Bunko groups, book club, just I'm I'm an outgoing person. I love people. So that was just, you know, organic. And then I started farming, I believe, beginning of 2022 or end of 2022. And then I got my first buyer under contract in September. And that was a referral from my neighbor next door. And then it just started going very quickly after that. So I've done about 9 million in my neighborhood alone, whether that's buyers, sellers, referrals, just from the involvement. And also like I am farming. So I'm sending them, whether it's statistics or I buy one, get one free to a juice shop nearby or 20% off of a store that I love. That's two minutes away. Like I'm just giving them also things that they'll actually use instead of just please, please pick me, you know? And loving on your community, both business owner-wise, small businesses, and your buyer-seller community that's there. That's awesome. I mean, it's so important because people, I mean, I get farmed too. And I'm like, this is stupid. (laughs) Like there's one person just sends like generic donut shop. Like here's the top five donut shops near you. I'm like, okay. Like I understand, you know, this is what you're looking for. Someone's like, click here for your home value. And I'm like, that's not my home value. So it's very interesting to see what other people are doing and knowing that I would like to do it better. Yeah, yes. that's awesome. Have you done any neighborhood events around? I um, have not. My friend, so I haven't done any neighborhood events officially. We have a very big Halloween in our neighborhood. We love it. So I give out like, obviously candy bars to kids and then jello shots for the adults. Oh, and I love that. My friends down the street, they give out just like Slim Can. So I have Slim Can koozies. So they give those out for me. So I'm not branding myself. I'm like, hey, Kendra lives here. Go up to her for a jello shot. So Genius. organic. Yeah. What I, because I'm like, I don't want to say, well, my business card to a candy bar. Like that is just not yeah. me. So it's just more organic stuff. Thank you for listening to today's episode. We're not quite finished yet, but as the home girl of your hometown, I would love to pass the mic to you so that you can share your story and some of your secrets with the homegirl community. To apply, please go to howtobeahomegirl.com in the show notes. So you are in your first or second trimester of pregnancy? I'm in my first. So we are at week 11 right now. It has been really fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All of the different stages are getting you to where you need to be. Just remember that. And your body is making a million miracles happen every single day. Yes, we are so excited. And that's why I keep telling myself, like, this is worth it. My body's doing what it's supposed to be doing. Like, this is a good sign. So that's, it's just, it's it's mentally draining. That's been the hardest part of it, of just like physically and mentally of like, I cannot get out of bed right now, but it's going to be Pregnancy brain is totally real. And uh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I remember with my last one, I had to get up and go to the bathroom so many times at nighttime. And it hit me after she was born that your body does that for a reason. It's training you to have to get up in the middle of the night for those feedings and that lack of sleep. So that is, yes, 
pregnancy brain, I've already experienced that. I had a listing go under contract. So I sent an email to the title company, like, here's an introduction. Here's my client. And I have worked with three different Andreas now in the past two months, which has been extremely confusing. And I copied the wrong one on it. And I was like, I have never done this before. So just, I get it. Yeah. Especially yeah. for somebody as organized and detail oriented as you are. Yes. I was like, I am so sorry. Please disregard this. We will get your house sold soon. (laughs) (laughs) Where do you see motherhood kind of meshing with your business? So such we're figuring it out. My husband is also freelance. So he's a musician. So he is an arranger and orchestrator and a Nashville session singer. So every day is different for him. So for us, you know, figuring that out. I had my doctor confirm three times that there are not twins in my stomach right now. So it's only one, thank goodness. So I'm like, I think people understand like life happens, you know, we're, if I have to bring the baby to something, like I'll just wear it, which obviously this is all growing and figuring these things out. But I mean, you, you have to have your systems in place. Yeah. I definitely know, like I've got to tighten up some things. Boundaries are super important. And that's something that I learned my first year in real estate. So many people posted about like, I'm available 24 seven and on vacation and stuff. And it's like, I don't want to be available on vacation. Like I am if there's an emergency, but not everything's an emergency. So I think just having those boundaries in place and being communicating with people. And that's totally fine. Yeah. And, you know, I got into real estate and my daughter was, I was pregnant with her. Yeah. Yeah. I was still pregnant with her. There's my mom brain. And you can do this job with them the entire time. You know, I had all of them with me at work all of the time when I went through my divorce and they had, and I had just opened my brokerage. They were there. They were there for the long nights. They were there for the early mornings, but I can tell you that I have four of the most well-rounded Now uh, adults, my littlest one is still 12, but like they can hold a conversation with an adult. They're so business savvy. They understand a work ethic because they grew up seeing me do that all the time, you know, and it's a gift. It's a gift that you're going to give them. I grew up, my mom um, was in sales. She was a district manager for Orit Vacuums um, in the Tennessee region. So I grew up, you know, I'd get out of school and I would go to her office and work. So I have seen, you know, that my whole life. And so I've had a working mom. My dad also, you know, was full-time as well. So just balancing that. So people understand that people have lives, they have children, and it's just communicating those expectations up front, I think as well. When I got to come to Nashville and I can't wait to come back because the food is so good. The hospitality is so good. Everybody's so nice. I got to stay at the Hermitage, which is an absolutely stunning hotel. Yes. So, so gorgeous. And everything's in walking distance to there. What are a couple of couple of your favorite things in the communities that you serve? So my husband and I are season T-Pack tickets, which is like the Broadway series in Nashville. So we love doing that. The Ryman, did you go to the Ryman Auditorium? I don't think so. So it's where the original Grand Old Opry was. So it's called the yeah, Mother. I definitely didn't go to that. So we, if we have an artist that we even remotely like playing there, like we go see them. It is just like going to the Ryman is one of our favorite okay. date nights concerts we've seen Casey Musgraves there the Punch Brothers just so many incredible yeah yeah we love the arts so oh I love that too and how lucky are you that your husband's a musician it's he can serenade that baby all day long absolutely it's it's super cool and like his connections and people he knows it's just one of our really good friends actually became Reba McIntyre's drummer about two years ago yes and like, I was born and raised a Reba fan. Like our dog is not named McIntyre for no reason. Yeah. And so that was like the cool, I was like, this is not real. Like, so we got <laughs> to go to two of her shows and go backstage. Like, it was just like, this is 
this is so cool. Like living in Nashville is just, you just never know. Super cool. And you have people that are moving there like crazy right now, because when I was there, the development was insane. There's a huge, big company that's in the process of building like, yes. Yes. Yeah. The East State Development, a new Titan Stadium. It's, it's blowing up. And I have a very strong community in my neighborhood and no one is local from Tennessee. Like I'm the only person from Tennessee. Everyone is a transplant from Jersey or Chicago. And we're just all Florida. It's a very interesting melting pot here. Yeah. Oh, that's so cool. And you got Jenny's ice cream, which is delicious. So Uh, good. All good things. Are you having any weird pregnancy cravings? Gosh. So cereal has been like just my comfort food, like any, and like the cereal, like cinnamon toast crunch and like cocoa puffs, like things that I have not eaten in years. I'm like, I have to have this. So that's been a weird one. I mean, pickles, but I've loved pickles before I was pregnant. So that's not a big deal. Chick-fil-A has been my comfort food because I've been very sick. So as soon as I get hungry, I'm like, I got to get something in my stomach. So Chick-fil-A has very much so they've taken a lot of my money lately. Yeah. (laughs) And I guess as we kind of wrap up the episode, as you know, I always ask each of my guests to kind of give a piece of advice or something empowering to tell other females in our industry. And you are in such a unique position because you're a young, empowered woman with your own business, but you also get to see all the other women in your brokerage and what they're doing to be Mm -hmm. successful, but also how they're struggling. Yes. Which is, you know, this past year, 2023 was definitely a year that we learned a lot in this market. It was, it slowed obviously throughout the nation. Things were slow and people were stressed and struggling and trying to figure out, you know, how to get that next sale. And I think people, if you are genuine and if you love what you do, and if you are coming at things with a genuine spirit and actually wanting to help people, people are going to be gravitated to you. So if you are stressed for your next sale and you are trying to like force that on people, they're going to know and it's very much so they, they're not going to want to work with you, you know, which is unfortunate, but, and I understand like we get desperate and things aren't coming, but if you just keep doing what has worked for you and keep doing it consistently, it's going to happen. And there's so many things we can do right now, whether it's video or, you know, social media, there's just so many different outlets, but if something has worked for you for all these years, you don't have to figure out the brand new thing and the shiny yeah. thing. Just keep doing what works and being consistent. Yeah. That word consistency is so key. And you and I talked a little bit before we started recording that so many agents are just jumping from one thing to another and they don't find that consistency. Right. But if and you it, can craft that in your business. Absolutely. And that's the thing. It's like, I don't love the social media reels, making those, you know, cute videos aspect of it. So I do a little bit, but I focus more on what has worked for me. And that is what is building my business. I think the other thing that we touched on really quickly, just before I let you go is you knew from day one to run this like a business. Yes. It wasn't, let's just get one transaction. It's what do we have to do every single day to run this business successfully? Yes. And that, you know, I'm so thankful for having that office business. So I'm used to working in an office and working with clients and my agents. So you do, you have to get up and work and you have to be available to your clients during normal work hours and you have to be responsive. And that is what's going to keep getting you referrals and more clients because people who work with people, they know they can trust and know they're going to respond. They want other people to work with them too. Yeah. Oh, such good advice. Thank you so much for coming on and being a guest. Thank you. It's been fun. We're so excited to just keep watching and seeing what's happening with your business, but also what's going to be happening when your little precious baby comes. Thank you so much. We are so excited. I don't know how this one's going to do with a new sibling, but hopefully he'll be (laughs) a okay. McIntyre will do great. 
Yes. Might get a little jealous at first, but he'll be great. Yes, ma'am. Thank you so much. Oh, thank you so much. We'll talk to you soon. Yes, ma'am. Bye.